0: Shana tova. Shabbat Shalom, Zichrona livracha. I dedicate this teaching, this drash, this sermon to the legacy and the memory and the life force of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Our Talmud teaches us that when a wedding procession and a funeral procession come to an impasse where only one may pass. We always let the wedding pass first because there is always going to be funerals. Abraham Joshua Heschel says this, in moments when we feel this much fear, this much grief, celebration is a confrontation giving attention to the transcendent meaning of one's action. So when we ask on this day of Rosh Hashanah, a celebration of the birthday of the world. Think about celebration as a confrontation, giving attention to the transcendent meaning of our actions. It is traditional during these 10 days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, before the Baruch to read one line from Psalm 130. Mi ma'amikim keraticha Adonai, Out of the depths, I cry out to you. Out of the depths, I cry out to you. This Rosh Hashanah finds you in your homes, your living room, your dining room, your kitchen, your dorm room, your deck. Some of you might be in your car. Some of you are alone in your homes tonight, others of you are with family. We, your rabbis and cantors, are here, in your beloved sanctuary, for the first time in 170 years on Rosh Hashanah, empty, but only empty physically, because we are with you and you are with us spiritually. And in fact, as I look out at these pews, I can see you looking back at me and I can feel your smiles, even if they are through tears, even if they are through fears. Really, all of our faces, our punams, our eyes, our ears, must be heading in the same direction tonight, facing toward the future in this strange new together. This year, in the cries of the shofar, we hear our own cries. The shofar, which always pierces our hearts, calls us to awaken to a better world, to work on ourselves, for a better future, this year, we hear those cries of the shofar more than ever. Today, today, in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of our reckoning with systemic racial injustice, in the midst of what we on the West Coast have felt and know so keenly in this environmental devastation, in the midst of this, the most important election of our lives, on this night when we are crushed by the loss of an American hero, someone whose entire life was about justice. Today is still the birthday of the world. And if you didn't think you had a part in making sure the world continued for another year, now you do. If you doubted you had a part to play an impact to make, a change to an act, well, I assure you, this is your moment. This time might feel like it's happening to us, but I ask you, I implore you, I beg you to think about, what if it's happening for us? For you and for me, for all of us to move forward, and what you put into this world, your actions, your resilience, your love, your empathy, your tzedakah, your tshuva, your commitment to this precious and vulnerable democracy, that becomes the meaning of this year. That will become what is remembered about 5781 and 2020. We, all of us together, everyone here, everyone listening, everyone seeing, everyone you talk to and implore, We are all the midwives bringing in this new year. But it is also a year that we cry with the shofar's blast. Takiyah, for so many of us, the new rules of distancing changed the fabric of our families. Who do you touch or hug or kiss? When is that safe or when is it dangerous? How could it be possible that those who gave us life, who gave us our breath, that their own lives might be endangered by the very breath that they gave us. It was three months into the pandemic, and my son Eli had been very, very careful not to hug or get close to his moms. One night in June, our hands touched outside at dinner accidentally, and I could not stand it anymore, so I pulled him close to me and I hugged him. And I hugged him and I couldn't let go, and I started to cry, and then I couldn't stop crying. Those tears were of anguish, of sadness, and of grief, not, not just about not being able to hug our kids. They were overflowing from the layers of grief and loss that we have all been feeling for COVID deaths, for Breonna Taylor and George Floyd's families, for the parents separated from their children, not just because of COVID, but at the border. I let my tears flow to Kia. Shivarim. a text came in from our dear friend Lois in July. It said, Jerry and I both tested positive for COVID. I'm taking him to the hospital. His blood oxygen level has dropped. Shivarim, the tears came. I sat down on my floor and I cried. Lois and Jerry, our beloved friends who are 77 years young some of our most menschy people, both of them COVID-positive. And I felt, what if we lose Lois and Jerry? It felt like a part of my life would die and a part of our world. If you've lost someone this year to COVID or during COVID, you know what I mean, because parts of our world have died and are dying. to Terua. The last baby born in 5780 in our community came to redeem us. His parents, Jason and Sippy, named him Elijah. Like my son Eli, he carries the weight of redemption on his wings. Like all of our children, Elijah, the prophet of redemption, the mystical presence that arrives at these tender and liminal moments. Elijah, who promises that tomorrow will arrive. When I said the blessing to give Eli his Hebrew name and his family sang the Yevarecha, the priestly blessing, to burst out of my heart and again, tears poured down into my mask. Hope overcoming these moments of overwhelming uncertainty. Watching his 96-year-old great-grandpa tenderly kiss the tiny, tiny punim of our collective future. Tears of joy and sorrow, of certainty and uncertainty, of darkness and of light. Tekeya Gadola. Tekeya Gadola. Tonight, when we walked into our most sacred space, we learned about the death of a gadola. We learned of the death of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She has been our Tikkia Gadola. She has kept us in a hopeful place. Her strength and her light have always redeemed me and those of us who are holding on to our democracy, who fight for justice and who believe in a fair future. That Godola, that Tekia Godola, must come with us into the new year. We cannot just remember the Godola, the greatness of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. We have to be the greatness. We have to take that inspiration and not let the darkness overwhelm us, even though I know wherever you are hearing that news, it was as crushing for you as it was for us. It has been six long months, my friend. The reality that we have feared is here, because we are still in the middle of this. My son Eli has let me hug and kiss him a few more times in the past three months. Lois and Jerry survived COVID, and thank God they are with us tonight. In fact, last week I swam in the bay with Lois, This morning, my doorbell rang, and she delivered me knishes and soup and pickled beets because she's Lois. And baby Elijah, baby Elijah, we promise to carry you and all of our children with us as we recreate the world this year. We know that you at home, you who are kids who are listening to us, We know this year has been strange, and confusing, and hard, and unreal. We know that. And we love you, and your parents love you, and we love your parents. And we take very seriously our responsibility to not just live in the present, but to live out the future. And we dedicate ourselves to the Godola, and we will continue to. Rabbi Nachman of Bratzlav taught the day you were born was the day God decided the universe could no longer exist without you. Without you. Avinu Malkenu, our parents, our creators. Our parents are always with us. They may no longer walk this earth, but they're here. They may be far away in distance, but we can feel their love close to our hearts. Bring close the strength and the fortitude of our ancestors. Your grandparents and great-grandparents who dreamed of a new world and came from all over this globe to be sure that we and you could live in freedom, in a country with liberty and justice for all. Bring their vision and hope for our future into your hearts and into your hands so that we can infuse the future with real possibility and real hope for all of the tomorrows. Yaldenu, Livavotenu, our children, our hearts. Our children, too, may be far away from us in these moments, but we can feel their love as they feel ours our protection, our strength, our fortitude for them. And we, we must make real the dream of redemption, the power to move through these scary, fearful, liminal moments, for every single baby Elijah who comes next. Tekia, Shavarim, Teruah, Tekia Gadola. We listen, we cry, we fall down, we get up, and we, in this strange, new together. We could never have imagined a year ago. In this terrible, uncomfortable, narrow place, it is up to us to be midwives and to help give birth to a new world. There is one thing I know for sure, and you do too. We are not going back to the world that came before this one. We finally get it. The shofar had blasted us awake We are the generation, those alive today, and living through this middle time. We have the obligation and the challenge to bring the best part of the world we came from through this narrow, dark, fearful, anxiety-ridden, grief-stricken, uncertain place, and into the next one. Because I also promise you, there will be an after. I pray it will be much better than the one we're living in right now. With the terrible news tonight, I have to say, there are 46 days left until the election. Hayom harat olam. Today is indeed the birthday of the world. If not now, When?